Hi, and welcome to the Tamara Wade Show. So excited you're here. And again, if you're continuing to follow my journey, thank you. Um, This podcasting is getting to be a lot of fun for me, uh, being able to talk about topics that I feel are important in real estate and just overall. And so one of the topics that has recently come up to me Um, has been, you know, in real estate, we see the highs, the lows of this business. And, you know, sometimes they're within our control and sometimes they're not. And what do you do? How do you um, weather the storm? um, And what kind of decisions should you make? And so what I wanted to do today was speak from personal experience on two different levels. One of them is going to be from a new home's Um, So a new homes agent perspective, and then the other one is going to be from general real estate resale side of it. So, you know, I'm going to go ahead and talk about new homes. I've been in the new homes industry for 20 years, and I've seen a lot. Um, Got into this in my early 20s, didn't ever expect to see what happened to us when the economy changed um, in 2000, you know, seven is when I really saw it. Some others saw it in 2006, but um, prior to that for, you know, six, seven years, I had just seen, you know, sale, sale, sell, you know, people buying um, lines, people sleeping in RVs to buy new homes. And um, in fact, I was in a subdivision where uh, we sold 69 houses in a weekend. So if somebody ever said to me the sky was going to fall, I would have said, there's no way. And um, that would have been it. Well, you know, one of the, you know, going back to that is that I did see the sky fall. Um, I watched an amazing, amazing private builder here in Atlanta um, struggle because they believed in the new home industry and they went out and they bought a lot of land and were putting lots on the ground. And you know, something out of their control. The economy changed. Um, At that time, we had loans that were being given to people that really shouldn't have been getting loans, Um, you know, just credit issues and, you know, not not even really having the finances to back up the mortgage payment. um, And they weren't, it just wasn't being verified. So, um, you know, one of the things at that time in 2007, eight, nine, uh, I worked with this private builder and helped them get through that tough time. I, you know, helped them sell houses. I went back on site at that time. I was in management. So I actually went back on site to fill the market with my agents so that I could train them and coach them up on how to make it through. And of course, it just continued on a little longer than a lot of um, these wonderful agents I got the opportunity to work with could sustain. But I continued to stay on. And pretty much, pretty much, I would say I was like the last man standing from the new home side. And what that did for, for the builder that I worked with was show them that I was there, that I was in it. I was a team player. I was, you know, weather, willing to weather the storm with them. And so when they were able to resurface and come back into the market, I was the person that they, they sought out. I was blessed to work with them and help them grow a company that actually got bought out by a public builder about two years ago. And um, it, was the, it was an amazing experience, but they got to see the commitment. So, you know, my, you know, financially, professionally, personally, 
um, you know, I flourished and benefited from that situation and, and went from, you know, them being one builder that I was working with in 2010 to getting to be where now I'm working with um, 12 builders and all over Atlanta. So um, just wanted to talk about that and how important it is that you really evaluate before making jumps that you're, um, you know, it's the right thing. And can you sustain? Are you doing everything you can? So even while all that was going on, no, I didn't just do new homes. Then I got into the general real estate and I got into resales. And at that time, short sales were really big in 2000. 2010 so I became an expert and found a partner um, with an attorney's office and was able to really um, work through that what I'm seeing now I now own my own brokerage it's called Remax true and it's here in Buford Georgia and absolutely love this place what I'm seeing now with agents in the industry is from the resale side is we're tailing on to the end of the year and they're looking at how their year has gone um, where can they make improvements in their business going into 2020 and you know one of the big things that I would say to them is that you've branded yourself with the brokerage that you're at so of course you know I'm saying that to my Remax true agents but you know other agents that are out there with other brokerages you need to be looking at who you've been with and what have they been able to um, have they been able to help you well branding is one of those things that kind of happens um, organically. You're out there, you're on social, you're posting your name, and you're posting your realtor, and you're posting it with that particular brokerage. People remember that. And when I was actually um, trying to decide what to do when I was working with that private builder and went to um, join Remax, was I wanted to be with the number one um, company that somebody would think of if they thought of real estate because I knew you know obviously coming out of what was going on or within the throes of that market is that people need to be with people they trust so you know Remax is a big piece of the branding that I had and even over the years I have worked with people that have come back to work with me again and one of the things they said is that the first thing that came to mind was that I worked with Remax. They may not have, you know, mem mem maybe remembered my last name or how to spell my name, or they may not have had my cell phone number, but they were able to put together the company that I was with and some portion of me in order to locate me. Now, I'm, you know, agents, I'm telling you, you need to stay in contact with your sphere, um, st stay in contact with your previous clients, but. You know, that branding piece that you are putting together every day is really, really important. Now, obviously, you've got to, you know, get other things from the brokerage that you're working with. And here at Remax True, we have so much to offer. But, um, you know, you got to also be looking at yourself. So when you're looking at what you've done in 2019, have you invested in yourself? Have you given everything you can? Could you improve personally? You know, is making that jump really going to make that difference? Because I will tell you, nine times out of ten, I talk to agents that do these kinds of things and they regret it because what they needed to do first was evaluate themselves. And so, you know, um, an example is, you know, wanting to be around more top producers. Well, you're not going to go into like a brokerage where there's top producers that are telling everybody about everything they do. That's They're busy, so they're not going to sit there and do that. But one of the recommendations I would do would be to find coaching and consultants that you surround yourself with 
that have those top producers. So an example, we have Tom Ferry here in this brokerage. Um, Tom Ferry, I've flown to their events. I've spent time around top producers all over the country. I've learned more from those people that are out there in different states, um, Colorado being one, um, versus, you know, here right in my back door. So, um, you know, I would highly recommend that you you look at those kinds of things when, you know, you're making decisions for yourself. But um, I'm hoping that this has given you out there um, some ideas, some things to be thinking about, why it's important to weather storms, to work with where you're at, to invest in yourself, than just being someone who jumps all the time because you always think there's something shinier, prettier, better, better, um, out there, you know, the grass isn't always greener on the other on the other side of the street. Is that saying, or if I've said it wrong, well, hey, that's typical of me. But um, it's definitely one of those things that I would say: slow down, evaluate, make the right decisions, talk to the people where you're at, and then see what they're willing to do to help you in your journey and to support you and while you invest in yourself. So, thank you for um, joining me today. I've love this podcast piece and look forward to more in the upcoming days and weeks.